can't get enough? Dive back in with discussions about the latest episodes, the dramas, and the storylines from the most entertaining and addictive reality shows you love to hate or hate to love. The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. It's You Get a Rose with Marley McMillan. Welcome back to You Get a Rose. This is week three. You Get a Rose. Again, this season is presented by the Minnesota Beef Council, mnbeef.org. Hey, Mary. Hi, Mar. Uh, I have one thing that I just need to kick the episode off Please, with. Please, get it out there. It's two words. Tenille Arts. <laughs> Tenille Arts. Is it a name? Is it a type of artistic experience? Is it a restaurant? Is it a culinary art that we need to be aware of? <laughs> a type of marzipan? Is it a new artistic <laughs> medium that we need to learn about? <laughs> sure. Something involving charcoal? <sighs> yeah. Tenille Arts. Uh, I've, I've gotten some play on Twitter with a tweet from last night about Tenille Arts and The Bachelor that just said, thank goodness The Bachelor's getting back to what they know. Fans, we don't. Tried and true F-list celebrities. And if you have no idea what you're, what we're talking about, which Neither you very we. well might not. <laughs> very well might not. Yeah. We don't either because we don't know who Tenille Arts is and nobody does. But they were the band that was on The Bachelor last night. We just had to laugh because they had some pretty good guests fairly recently. Yes. And then they got back again to having bands that nobody knows last night. And uh, I, we were just laughing because that's, that's what they always have. And then they went back to the tried and true yep. having yep. the uh, Bachelor contestants and bachelor say oh my gosh just to see Tenille Arts out there was amazing and you know they don't know who Tenille Arts is they they just got right back into yeah, their wheelhouse they didn't did. they they did if it ain't broke don't fix it just get right back to that same old routine you mentioned that there <laughs> there have been some good guests this season last week specifically yeah. but I would even argue that there was a really fantastic guest this week that sort of similar to the impressive guests last week, went pretty much completely unnoticed and under the radar, Fred Willard. Yes, yes. Who has been on the show before, so I know that that's not a brand new thing, but, like, he's legit. So legit. He is so hilarious. He's in all those Christopher Guest movies and is just top-notch entertainer. And it was like crickets like yep. there was no acknowledgement of how cool that was mm-hmm. but Tenille Arts and Terry Cruz oh yeah Terry Cruz slash his wife mm-hmm. was her name I can't remember Don't even and, know and I can't remember really what they're famous for either me neither I I didn't know I didn't know who any of those people were other than Fred Willard but the other three Tenille mm-hmm. Terry and wife got big, big enthusiastic reception yep, yep. from the contestants. I'm glad you brought up Fred Willard because I actually wrote him down as like, this is an important subject from this week's episode, is Fred Willard. Like, it, like <laughs> the he fact was that his own back. bullet point, kind <laughs> yeah, of? Yeah, yeah, he was, because I love him. I love him, too. And I know, whenever he shows up on the show, it's I'm just like, fantastic. Fred Willard, I, I know. what are you doing? <laughs> it's part of the show having such a good, I think, like sense of humor about itself. It's yeah. so funny. Uh, okay, well, that was for the strong 
strong woman competition that Fred Willard showed up for. Yeah. What did you think of that strong woman competition and perhaps the dates overall? So oh. really quickly summarizing these dates, okay. which I also saw on Twitter, there was someone that had tweeted uh, a graphic that said a summary of tonight's dates and they were all screenshots of SpongeBob SquarePants. Hmm. And it was the first one was um, the the pirate dressing up as pirates yep. and having a quote unquote pirate off, yeah. which is what I'm calling it. And then second was the amusement park with Elise. Yes. And then third was uh, the strong woman strong competition. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Because I came away feeling like, oh, I I don't know if I'd want to win a strong woman competition okay. on the show. Okay. I mean, I like the concept <laughs> of being a strong yeah. woman, but like. I don't. I you don't I want felt to be a like little the like beast yeah, of the season. I, I know. I felt a little bit like oh, Nyeka. Like oh, I don't know. She loved it. Pushing, she totally embraced she it. She totally did. I so. wonder, Mar, if you have a little bit of a predisposition to feel that way, just because like sort of your whole life, like you've been like real ripped. <laughs> Maybe you know, like, like you've always yeah. been kind of like yeah. like the hockey player, like I know. pretty muscular. Yeah. Always, so maybe you just naturally feel sure. a little bit, um, like inclined to yeah. move away from that sort of. Yes, um, because I didn't necessarily think of it. That, oh, that right. way. Yeah. Okay. I did really <laughs> good to know. I did. Re- I think that might be your own personal thing that you're wrestling with. <laughs> sure, sure. Which is a whole nother sure, conversation. Sure, a little personal blind We'd spot. have to, like, dig into the childhood, really, I, I, to get I, to the bottom of that one. I love having breakthroughs in self-awareness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This podcast really does a lot for all <laughs> levels of processing. It does. But anyways, I really appreciated someone, I don't know exactly who said this quote, but on the way to the strong woman competition... Mm-hmm. Because the date card had mentioned something about strength or contest or I don't remember what it was. But somebody in the background said, what if we wrestle? And the response from another woman was, no, ew. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, thank you for embracing the reality of sometimes the contestants must really not want to do some of these yes, dates. Yeah. And they always have to manufacture a mm-hmm. lot of enthusiasm for like, great, now like 20 kids are going to come join me on this date. Or totally. like, now we're going to spend a day like with puppies or we're going to go like climb a really like hard mountain. And yes. you're like, just maybe not what I had in mind. So I really, I really appreciated that transparency of you. Definitely. Well, and wrestle. Yeah. And actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I did think another tweet that was really funny last night was one about the one on one with Elise when all the kids showed up. And there was a gif of a woman's face, you know, who is not pleased. And the person's tweet said something like, Going to an amusement park with a gigantic group of kids, that's yeah. not a fun date. That's a chore. And kind I thought of like all, a nightmare. The, yeah, the parents out there being like, oh, no. Yeah. Like, that is horrible. Absolutely. And, of course, they had to make the best out of it. Or they did yeah. make the best out of and it. And it was really, it was sweet in the end. Mm. And there were some funny moments that yep. came from the interaction with the kids. And it was all, you know, tied to this really special thing that Colton does yes. with, you know, his volunteering mm-hmm. and stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, I that is what it is. Yep. I um, So there were a couple times I found Colton attractive last night. When the girls. Oh, my. Yeah, I know. I haven't found him attractive at all. I 
don't find him attractive Do generally. Tell. Yeah. So, um, well, since we've already mentioned the strong woman date, I have to say it was the first time that I was like pretty okay with him just not having a shirt on, I guess. Yeah. Like, I'm not normally this person. Just a hunk of beef. <laughs> just a hunk of beef. I know. Love it. Yeah. Love it. You are loving beef this year. I am. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for, for saying that. But yeah, yes. so, but when he was just standing there, I found myself in the place where I was just like drooling yeah. a little bit. I wasn't even drooling, but you're just kind of like, yeah, I'll look at that. Like, you're like, I'm not yeah. disgusted yeah. by what I see. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay, that's good. <laughs> like, you're like, that'll do. Just leave it there for a little that'll, bit. That'll do the trick. <laughs> yeah. So that was the first time. Okay. And then the second time was when he was at dinner with Elise. Yeah. And I just think they look so pretty together I and she know. seems so legit. And that was the first time I felt like I'm attracted to him because he was attracted to her yes. in those moments. Yeah. I do appreciate kind of who he seems to gravitate towards mm-hmm. and um, how I, he seems to be taking it really seriously. Yeah. You know? Yeah. One of those people, maybe dummy. <laughs> I really think it speaks volumes to Colton's character that he's, you know, interested in Demi fondling him with like a mannequin hand. You know? Yeah. Demi put on a blindfold, uh-huh. put a blindfold on Colton. Yeah. And got a wooden uh, yeah. little paddle. Paddle it was a peddling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she gave him. That'd, a, gave, that'd be a peddling. She gave him a peddling. That is an old school <laughs> Simpsons reference, right there. That is an that old, is a deep, deep cut. That is an old oh. school peddling, right there. <laughs> that'd be a peddling. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, but, okay, so that happened. Yes. That's all. And, I don't know. And, and then she proceeded to try to claim that she is the only girl who challenges him. Yes. Who kind of pushes him and brings out the best in him. And the experience we had just seen was mm-hmm. a peddling. And <laughs> Again, a some peddling. weird, like, inner thigh-touching <laughs> With a mannequin hand. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I clearly watch Twitter throughout all the, all of these episodes because it's so funny. Okay. But I know. So I because I keep thinking of these tweets that are just so That's hilarious. Okay. Okay. But anyway, so yes, while this was happening, Caitlin Bristow, former Bachelorette, okay. actually tweeted, wait, like, stop. Did Where did, so Demi brought a f- disembodied fake hand? Yeah. yeah. Did she like, have like, where a did bag of props yeah. for where, the date? Where did that come from? No, no. Um, and then really the good other, question. The other thing I saw on Twitter, which I wasn't going to bring up, and then now I just have to say, I just, I, I just don't every, fight it. No, no I know, back. I know, I know. I just, I, I, I'm, I'm like my brother right now with the Simpsons growing up, where my brother would only make Simpsons yeah. references about anything, and I only make Twitter. It's references, like, can but... you, can you speak in your own original? Exactly. Thoughts or I'm not? like, I'm maybe, like, now I maybe speak not. and tweet. Maybe not. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, the Welcome other to one. You get a rose where we just. <laughs> rattle off tweets about yeah. last night's well, episode. Well, we're like, we give you quotes from the show, but also from Twitter, and that's all. <laughs> that's all we give you. Um, but the other tweet I thought was really funny about the Demi thing was that 
it was like, is this The Bachelor or is this Bird Box? Because uh. it was a screenshot of Demi, with, you know, having put the okay. blindfold on And Colton. that's just because there's a blindfold in Bird Box. I haven't seen that movie. Okay, well, Bird Box is, um, yeah, on Netflix. And yes. people have had all these memes and they make memes it's with always the blindfold. blindfold. And it. it started the Bird Box Challenge, which is people putting on blindfolds and doing stuff. And Netflix had to release a statement saying, oh my. stop doing that because it was, like, dangerous. Yeah. Like, people were, you know, half the yeah. movie is Sandra Bullock canoeing blindfolded and like oh. yeah let's not do that yeah like that wasn't supposed to be some sort of informative movie of what you should go do in your actual life <laughs> no it's not like canoeing 101 yeah Step one blindfold yourself. how to <laughs> yeah yeah um okay, okay so oh, hold on i gotta say something all right go do you for know it. who certainly doesn't challenge colton who Caitlin. Caitlin. sure Caitlin. who left who literally had nothing to say about herself. No, she had nothing to say. I know. Other that, than I like to do silly things with my friends. It was so it was so dumb. I, I I'm not saying she's dumb, but it, it felt so dumb because it was like, Caitlin, just have fun. It doesn't matter, nothing's happened. She she was thinking that she needed to have some sort of horrible yes. or um life-changing or heartbreaking story yes and that was the only thing she could communicate about it's it, you don't right. yeah talk you, about yourself exactly. what are you into yeah. what are you doing yeah. and and maybe the reality is is that she's just really young and yep. she doesn't do that much and really her main way that she spends her time is going out with her friends which that's but there's that's nothing wrong fine. with that yeah but just Talk about it. Tell yeah. them some stories. Yeah. Give them a little. This is who I am. This is yeah. where I grew up. I, you know, I grew up with a dog. Or yes. this is where I live in the neighborhood. This is what I love about my city. Well, like it I was... saw a yeah. dog once. I know. Even that sure. would have been something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe say what kind it was. Where were you when you saw it? <laughs> that one dog. Did you get to pet it? Yeah. Then what happened? Yeah, yeah, t- yeah. Take you me know, on a story. You know, because I do appreciate that she didn't just come up with some packaged sob totally. story. Especially sometimes we see contestants take something that, like, I don't mean to minimize people's struggles, but maybe they're not a big life-changing moment. Yeah. And they're kind of, like, crying about it yeah. and trying to make it seem like, look how much I've been yeah. through. Um, so I respected that she didn't do that and she was honest about you know, I've had a good life. Yeah, totally. But that can be really interesting too. Yeah, it was it was just kind of a weird thing, I think, because it was almost like a conversation with her that should have happened with the bachelor, with the producers, or maybe that was happening with the producers. Sure. Where they're like, "What can you bring up? Like, what can you tell them about yourself or something?" And she's like, "I don't know," because yeah. it was so weird. Because you you could see exactly why she was thinking the way that she was thinking, but you were like. Dude, if you were in real life, yeah. you never would be acting like this. You For would just sure. be being yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, so that was kind of a weird thing. Do you think that it was a good call for him to send her home, or what absolutely. were your thoughts on that? I yeah, know, absolutely. Too. I was like, too. what is going on here? I mean, don't get me wrong. I think she earned her spot on the at least that second part of the group date because she pulled an entire limo with just her body. Yeah, that was impressive. So... Okay, can I also bring up the fact that, and, and this has been pointed out already, but she does 
resemble Caitlin Bristow. She does. So she much. does. And her name is Caitlin, and she's from Canada in Toronto. It's like, what is going on? Many of her facial features are very similar and to Caitlin. They both have the, some sort of mouth thing. Like, they both have an interesting yes. way of moving their lips when they talk. Mm-hmm. I just felt like, wow, there's something in the water in Canada. Like, yeah. those girls might be related. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. It just continues to add to my. Mm-hmm layer of consciousness with this season where everyone's reminding me of other people. Oh, and I can't always identify who it is. That one I did know was Caitlin Bristow. But Um, one other one I thought maybe that we'd brought up last week, I think, was Caitlin. And I think that I kind of think she maybe looks like a member of the Cyrus family. Maybe a distant relative of Miley Cyrus. You know, and I was thinking that. Wait, did you say Caitlin? No, Caitlin. Caitlin. I was thinking that a little bit about Caitlin. Oh, really? When okay. she was, at, at one point in the episode, I thought, she, is it maybe Miley mm-hmm. Cyrus that she looks like? Maybe a lot but of I people think just it, look uh, like uh, Miley Cyrus. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody's starting to look the same. Sure. Okay, well, so we've brought up the fact that the show kind of uh, was maybe like Bird Box last night. The other thing I didn't know if it was like, speaking of Kaylin, was... Is this The Bachelor or is this the beauty pageant showdown? Mm. Um, so Hannah B., Kaylin, whose team are you on right now? Oh, man. I'll start. Hannah B. scares me. But they're yeah. both lying. They're or they're both talking crap. Kaylin seems more believable. She does. She does. At the same time, both of them are just saying the exact same thing about the other person. So it is kind of, I understand where Colton's coming from not knowing yes. who to believe. And like he's talking in circles. Yeah. And he kept them both around. Ugh, Hannah B. just scares know, me. And I also I felt really bad for her for that undergrounder last night. I mean, that oh. undergrounder. That Where, undergrounder on the chin. I was going to say, I was mean, it sort of in the mouth chin yes, area? Yeah, okay. I do. I, and I don't say that to make fun of her. I empathize. I relate. Yeah. I relate to You're those like, undergrounders. That is a tough go. Yeah. That, underground'ers on the chin, yeah. man, that's, that's not, tough go. Not TV. as bad as undergrounders up the nose. I don't think I've ever had a nose undergrounder. Oh. Mine are always on my chin. It will. It will. Or deep in the middle of my cheek. <laughs> <laughs> It's Just like right smack yeah, dab in I the know. middle. I'm like, how do I have a how do I have an undergrounder in the middle of my cheek? Yeah. It just seems like a weird place to get it. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I was gonna say about Hannah B uh-huh. is that a few times she was saying, like, if this goes any further, the Hannah monster's coming out. Yeah. And like you're gonna see my scary side. And I was like, Hannah B, Hannah B, too too late, my friend. Yeah, she's already come out. Yeah, we've already seen how scary she's already made it. The other thing that makes me think of, though, is like I think Oprah said this a long time ago, which is like when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Yeah, yeah. Hannah's telling us she's scary. Yeah, I think we should believe her. Like she's like, there's a monster inside my body. And yeah, it's going to come out. It's like, yeah, okay, so you're telling us you've got a scary side. Like I think we can just go ahead and believe her. Yeah. Kaylin seems. Other apart from the fact that I don't know, I just can't go to over whatever Botox situation she I, is happening. But, I know. Um, other than that, like she seems really sweet and normal, and I want to, or, or maybe, uh, maybe not normal. I don't know, but I want to learn more about um, whatever trauma that she's yes. been through because she kind of uh-huh. talked about that. Uh-huh. Um, 
But the, the beauty pageant thing is is interesting, I suppose, when it comes to her. And people also said, I saw that she had left where she originally was a beauty queen to be a beauty queen in another state and, okay. like, represent that state. So, like, why did she leave? Or But still, you could you could figure all of that out. Yeah. To me, I mean, she seems like the more authentic of the two at this she point. She does. I, I think at this point I could see both of them with a... A little bit of responsibility in the situation, mm-hmm. as like, is I with can, most. Absolutely, cases, I can totally yeah. see that. Maybe Hannah has the tendency to be a scary monster, to transform into the Hulk, <laughs> and maybe she falls into a trap of insecurity that yeah. kind of brings out sure. some defensiveness in sure. her. And mm-hmm. you know, she's told us about her struggles with perfection, and if she was not experiencing the same success as Kaylin was when mm. they were competing, I could see her kind of like spiraling yes. because of that. Oh, and on yeah. the flip side, I could see Kaylin maybe not handling that in the very most sensitive way. Like she talked about how her default is to sort of just be quiet. And maybe to maybe to come off a little bit as like, yeah, I'm a bit superior to you and oh. I'm not going to engage and huh. I'm going to detach a sure. little bit because you're kind of losing it a little, yeah. which I maybe I don't blame her for that. I but I could see her maybe being a little bit cold in that type of dynamic. Well, and in so that I think way, probably they're both fueling it yeah. in their own way. And in a way, you just look at that too, and I'm kind of like, okay, they're probably just very different personalities yes. in that way, where like maybe Hannah's super confrontational, and that's just kind of, that's going to be really hard to jive yeah. in a really competitive atmosphere yeah. with someone who's potentially maybe really not confrontational and sure. maybe likes to kind of close down in those moments. Yeah. Um, yeah. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 7. My trip to South Dakota was the best summer ever. Now I don't need to go to Mars because I've been to the Badlands. And I caught a bigger walleye than Dad when we went to the Missouri River. Then I rode my bike through these huge rocks called needles. Ooh, I also saw my first herd of bison, even a fuzzy furry baby one. I can't wait to go back and see more. There's so much South Dakota, so little time. Okay, so quote number one comes from Hannah B. Um, and I it's just really two words. <laughs> I'm befumbled. Okay, was I I wanted to remind that because I heard something. that and I'm I thought bachelor. Is that a word? Is that a word? I had to I had to rack my brain as well and kind of think, wait a second. Baffled? F- fumbled fumbled? Bewitched? Bewildered? <laughs> Fumbled? Is that a word? Not that I know of. I don't think it is. Yeah. The full quote was actually, I'm befumbled. I don't know any other word. And I was like, well, Hannah, you don't know any word in the first place because (laughs) befumbled, not a word. Um, Are you checking the internet right now? Yeah, I am. Um, Well, Jokes jokes on us. Is it a word? Let's see. Urban dictionary is where it's coming up. All right. I wouldn't take that as my number one source of what is and isn't a word. Oh, oh, right. Okay. Well, it's not correct anyway, though, okay. because even on Urban Dictionary, it's to have an oddly shaped or structured cranium. I don't think that that's. <laughs> I don't most think likely, that that's what she was getting at in most, that moment. Mayor, Mayor, most likely a male with an awkward shaped head with a skirted eggshell haircut. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's what she was getting at. 
Oh, that's what befumbled means? Befumbled, confused, usually sexually. (laughs) Oh. Oh, my gosh, Mary. (laughs) Mary, the example is Mark was befumbled when Lorraine pulled a out of her pants. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Wow. I mean, that was, that was, it's either not a word, which I don't think it is. I don't think that's, you're going to find that in the Webster's dictionary. Yeah. Or she just really dug deep into Urban Dictionary there. Wow. I think the word she was looking for was befuddled. Befuddled. Befuddled to cause, um, to be able to think clearly, confused. Okay. So, yeah, it just wasn't a word. Just a, just a little (laughs) off there. (laughs) Okay. All right. Um, Then this is a quote from Nicole, and I have to say it may be one of the most relatable quotes that's ever been said on this show. Yes. And it was, I'm not the most athletic of the bunch, but I walk my dog. (laughs) Again, probably not relatable for you as like the ultra athlete, super ripped your entire life. But the rest of us, if I were to go into an athletic competition, I'd be like, dang it. Like. I guess I took a walk a couple weeks ago for my last exercise. (laughs) And Nicole, if you remember, is the gal from Miami. And she is just kind of like so authentic. It's it can almost be painful, but you do relate to her. I like her. I like her a lot, too. I like her a lot, too. Okay, can I give you one that relates to that? Yes. Because before that strong woman date, Colton said, you don't have to be the fittest person to be my wife. And I was like, well, how fit do you have to be? Like, <laughs> wow, you, keep, you don't have to be the fittest person. Yeah. But like, do you have to be like, but not you gotta not be up there. there. Yeah. He's like, but you have to be like number two or three. Right. It was like, whoa, all right. 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 <laughs> I mean, clearly pulling the limo with just your own muscle strength wasn't enough. Not enough. You're not cutting it. No. No. Bye, Caitlin. Goodbye. Okay. Then the last one I have was, uh, I and I don't have the source of who said this, but it's Colton is not a stretching version, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. And I just want to say that that was, to date, the most desperate and absurd way to bring the focus back to Colton's virginity. Oh. Because, man, we had gone maybe, like, just too many minutes without it coming up as a topic. So we had to relate virginity back to stretching. Yeah. And he was stretching, I think, Sydney. Sydney, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I have one more about the strong woman competition, okay. which was just Onyeka saying, tonight it feels really good to be crowned the Bachelor's strongest woman. Own it, Onyeka. All right, okay, you go, girl. Okay, uh, this was Tasha. She said, just how it's really important for me to find a strong man. And actually, I didn't think that was funny. I loved it. Wait, <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Okay, I liked that. This is me maybe just having like a serious moment. But I like all this conversation like, I want to have a strong woman. A woman needs to be strong and all this stuff. And Tasha's like, yeah, and the guy needs to be strong too. And it was like, thanks for pointing out that not every single guy is like so strong and women need to be strong too. So was that quote half her quote, half your own words? No, it was half her quote, but Colton had said, like, it's important for me to find a strong woman. And then she has said, and it's important for me to find a strong man. I see. Sorry. That That was was really confusing. (laughs) Just forget that happened. That was not your best delivery. Okay, well, here. I still don't know what Tasha said or didn't say. Okay, well, maybe I'll I'll look better after I give you this from Colton. Redeem yourself here with this this one. I think this wasn't good delivery from Colton. Because he said to Cassie, 
you're cute, you're quirky, you're awkward. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I think it was kind of like Cassie going... Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Well, not always. Didn't she say something like, not all the time? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm kind of having another cold (laughs) moment right now. Like I did last week. My gosh. for something. (laughs) How does this keep happening? Okay. Yeah. That was was one of those moments, too, that you're having with someone and they tell you something about yourself that you didn't know. And you're, yeah. Maybe don't want to yeah. be true about yeah. you. Yeah, you're kind of like, oh, that's not really a positive thing. Okay, and then my <laughs> last one goes back to Hannah, beauty pageant drama, where she said, there is a beautiful monster inside of me, and I'm going to have to let it out. Again, that beast has already been. We have already seen that beautiful monster. We are already living amongst that beast. We are. Okay. well, this concludes this version. This week's You Get a Rose about The Bachelor, a.k.a. The Beauty Pageant Showdown, a.k.a. Bird Box. Um, (laughs) Please join us next week for week four of You Get a Rose. Thanks for listening. This week's episode of You Get a Rose has been brought to you by the Minnesota Beef Council. Please rate and review the podcast in iTunes and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at You Get a Rose. You can also email the show at mytalk1071.com, keyword rose. New episodes are posted every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time, wherever you find your podcasts. Talk to you next week. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 7. My trip to South Dakota was the best summer ever. Now I don't need to go to Mars. Because I've been to the Badlands. And I caught a bigger walleye than Dad when we went to the Missouri River. Then I rode my bike through these huge rocks called needles. Ooh, I also saw my first herd of bison, even a fuzzy furry baby one. I can't wait to go back and see more. There's so much South Dakota. So little time.